Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Linesight 2020 College Pod. I, of course, am Scott. I went to college, and I'm Brendan. Did you? Did you graduate? Yep. You know what? I think my stepdad went to college and didn't graduate. Like, he had, like, one class that he didn't take. Like, three hours short. The world needs ditch diggers, too. Yeah, is that a weird thing to do, to go to college and then not finish? Um, By like three hours. That seems really weird. I have uh, inappropriate jokes to say here, and I will not do that. <laughs> How many people do you know from your pledge class that went to college but did not finish? What about, are there any current? Still have not finished, perhaps? Well, that's what I said. Well, what do you think not finishing means? Are they working on it right now? Maybe. <laughs> um. People are still working on college degrees. I've I got two. I've got two. I, I think there's like nine. Nine from your pledge class. Yeah. How many are in your pledge class? Thirty-four. Ten. <laughs> You're the only one. <laughs> Thirty-four. These pledge classes these days, uh, I heard of the sororities have like 175 girls in them in the pledge class. So multiply that by six. You would never get to meet all the people in your pledge class. That seems so crazy. You'd probably get to meet them, but you wouldn't get to know them. Right, and that's the point. You wouldn't get to eat Copenhagen-covered onions with them. I mean, who cares? All right, let's get back to college. (laughs) That's what we were just talking about. Didn't know what we left. Uh, So this is the college pod. We're doing something a little different. We did a pro pod. Uh, Now we're going to do a college pod. NCAA hoops. So we're going to talk about NCAA basketball, which, of course, started this week. We're going to talk about NCAA football. We're going to mix in a mystery top five in there, uh, which is college-based. That's called a tease. And uh, as always, go to www.linesite2020.com to see our current performance in college football uh, and pro. You know, You can go look at that there, too, but that's for another pod. But last week, plus 6.8 units in college football. This week, we're going to do better. NCAA basketball started on Monday, Brendan. 124 college basketball games were played. That seems excessive. Did anybody go watch them? Did you handicap Lindenwood versus Missouri State? I did not, but I am familiar with Missouri State. I am not familiar with Lindenwood. They had a couple players out. Lindenwood did, I think. (laughs) it's probably the flu are people watching that it's probably the flu uh so texas beat utep at the mood all right all right all right it's called the moody center but uh of course matthew mcconaughey calls it the mood let's get the mood rocking i love that place looks awesome i can't wait to go to a game i think i'm gonna go to a game this uh this winter it does look amazing Maybe when our Lake Hooplands podcast uh, subjects, the Lake Highlands Wildcats, get down to state, we'll be able, we'll be doing a live podcast from the mood. I could do that for <sighs> sure. That sounds like a great destination. It's amazing. Bill Self, uh, one of the big stories in college basketball to start. He's not coaching four games. Those are they're going to be the first four games of the Big Twelve season, right? No, no, I don't think so. Oh. What are they? What it is, says here he's going to miss Omaha. That just happened. North Dakota State. Oh, no. Southern Utah. Oh. And Duke. Oh, okay. 
He's so gonna, one game. He's one gonna, game. He's going to miss one game. And a Duke that is going to be with John Shire taking over the program, not Mike Shashevsky. Do you think he'll coach that game and then skip a different game? Or does he have to do four in a row? He has to do four in a row. No. It's, those, it's, it's a set those four games. Okay. Yeah, John Shire with his uh, the first game of the non-Coach K era at Duke. I don't know how you feel about that. I'm ready to get past Coach K. Kind of tired of it. It's over. We talked about it all season last season. John Shire is clearly ready to go. Uh, they'll just reload. He's been a great recruiter for since he's been on the bench and on staff there. I don't think they'll there'll be much let up for the do, Blue Devils. Do you think Coach K is going to go to all the games and sit behind the bench and like look? disapprovingly of all the coaching moves that John Shire makes. I think he's probably ready for a little vacation from Duke basketball, but I, what the hell do I know? He I just, don't know that guy. John Shire calls some sort of play, and Shashevsky just goes, mm, in the oh, background. Wouldn't do that. <laughs> wouldn't do that if I were you. That would be awesome. Let's get on board, uh, folks, new subscribers. Get on this NCAA thing. We're going to have our first picks released tomorrow, which will be Friday. Um and uh, we are coming off a so-so uh, NCAA season from a year ago. The NCAA tournament was was pretty pretty solid at plus 11 units. Regular season, we were up a little bit. Not great. Uh, we had that, uh, man, that February swoon was bad. Uh, but other than that, it was pretty good, pretty good season. And overall, good season. Again, we look to make you 30 units uh, from start to uh, the final uh, gun at the March Madness tournament. I think our real goal for subscribers, again, www.lineside2020.com, your first month is free. That means you don't pay for it, but you get all of the picks. Um, our real goal is plus 120 units. We do five sports. We do golf. We do both of the footballs, and we do uh, college basketball and then baseball and so it's like 30 units in, in college basketball 30 units in baseball those are the ones we really aim for golf you know we this is the first year that we've handicapped and we were kind of aiming in the 30 unit range because we really want to hit 20 and 20 in the footballs football's a little bit more difficult typically uh, than the other sports because there's just so much volume and then we did 100 units in golf this year yikes so get in there for the college basketball season, which, of course, as Brendan mentioned, starts on Friday for us. Let's talk about college football and the number one team in the nation lost on Saturday. Uh, I thought Georgia won. They were the number one team. Tennessee was the number one team in the playoff. Ranking. Oh, but then the AP. So it was one versus one. It was. Uh, so that's why the, that's the curveball I wanted to throw you there. That was a good one. Did I hit it? You just smacked it to right field. It seemed like a double in the gap. Uh, so Georgia is the best team in the country. Yep. Anybody we, want to say anything else? When we took Tennessee last week and wrote them up, uh, we basically said Georgia was the number one team in the country. Mm -hmm. And that played out to a great degree. Georgia looked awesome and... They were not in danger of not covering that game the whole game. They they should have beaten Tennessee by more. Yeah, I you know I didn't get to, a chance to watch much of that game. Sadly, um, was keeping up with it more on scores. I've seen plenty of highlights on it. Um, 
that George is just one of those teams that get up on you, and they're comfortable with that, and they don't really need to get style points, certainly. Um, they, it would take a monumental collapse in order for them not to make the college football playoff at this point. Yeah, agree. And I'm going to skip down a run sheet a little bit and talk about LSU because this uh, these two games – were top 10 games, and they both affect the SEC championship game. So LSU beats Alabama at home. Did you know LSU was 1-10 straight up against Alabama the last 11 games before that, and LSU hadn't beaten Alabama in Baton Rouge in 13 years? Yes, but that's covers, six, what, six games? Well, yeah, or seven. Yeah. Also, I'm not saying it's insignificant. I'm just. What I'm saying saying is Alabama and Nick Saban own LSU, and Brian Kelly not against his spread first try, which is all I care about. Brian Kelly in his first try Mm -hmm. beats Alabama at home. Something he couldn't do in the college football playoff or in the BCS championship game when he was the head coach at Notre Dame. I think this goes to show you how bad of a coach Herman Edwards is. Because Jaden Daniels is awesome. He's pretty solid. He is a lot faster. He looks a little like Vince Young to me. He's a lot faster than you think he is. And he's real shifty. Uh, he's good. He makes plays. Uh, I like his arm, too. Um, this just goes to the narrative. Uh, Alabama's not what they were. They're just not. And we've talked about it since day one of the college football season here. Do we feel like Alabama is in a really, really bad spot this week at Ole Miss? I think they are. Because I think what you've seen over the course of the first, you know, nine games of the season is real. And they vir- they have virtually no chance to get the playoff at this point. Right. They they really don't. So they're they're their season's crushed, essentially. They've been uh in the playoff every year since uh seventy seven, I think. <laughs> <laughs> and and I think that this is a crusher for them. It doesn't look good. Um, They just don't look the same, and they haven't. And uh, losing like they have been uh, just creates doubt. Um, It's not like they've lost a ton of games. It's not like they're having a horrible – they're not a horrible team. They're ranked too highly in the college football playoff standings. I mean – Still. Yeah, I just don't – it's it's maybe a top 20 team. And that's okay. So does Lane Kiffin get one, you think? Does Lane Kiffin get one what? This weekend. Is he going to win? I think he does. Okay. They are 11 and a half point dogs. It seems ridiculous. That does seem ridiculous. It is ridiculous. Uh, They're a little overrated, too. They're not the 11th ranked team in the country. I I would agree with that also. Eh, you know, I'd I'd say they're around there, though. I think they're a better team than Alabama. Okay. Bold statement. I'll say yes. I'll say Lane Kiffin gets the win. I'll say we're going to play Old Miss plus 11 and a half. I say we might just sprinkle a little money, a money line. What do you think? Jingle, jingle. How about that? Oh, right. I love that. Also, last week, in the windiest game of all time, <laughs> Ohio State goes into Northwestern and barely beats the Wildcats. That game went so under. Was, 20, oh was under, it 21-7? Yeah. It was like 7-0 at halftime or something. And, and it was Northwestern was winning. Yeah. Like Northwestern scored the first touchdown on about a 25-yard run. Gets kind of held on to lead. Ohio State couldn't get anything done. 
Yeah, they're built. They're based on precision and timing, mm-hmm. and that timing was off. But they do pull it out. You know, Ohio State's been a little up and down lately. I think. I don't know. Mostly up. Um, they they it's the the Big Ten's kind of got it on easy street. They've got a very basic. Uh, classic Ohio State versus Michigan clash coming up. That it's funny to me that even though Michigan's number three in the playoff poll, they get talked about less than any other team uh, all season. Really, I, you just don't people don't talk about them. I don't. I don't know why. I li- I like them. Um, they're 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 good. They're really good. Yeah, they have been really under the radar. You're Nobody right. Talks about them. Um, their schedule's been kind of meh. Um, and it's like they beat Penn State real bad, and then they've kind of played a bunch of not so great teams. Their non-conference was nothing, um, but they've taken care of business in a very convincing fashion. Well, John Harbaugh will be talked about, of course, again uh, when he makes the playoff and beats Ohio State. And what about what the, about Jim Harbaugh? Is he going to be talked about? Whatever, it's one of the Harbaughs. It's fun. And then the other top four playoff team that got hammered this weekend Notre Dame beats the pants off of Clemson didn't I didn't catch that game either I must have been busy socializing yeah, on Saturday and you were what the heck happened to that that's not really that big a surprise to me really it's it's not because I just think that Clemson's sort of been living uh, a fraudulent lifestyle Notre Dame got beat by Marshall oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> they got beat by Stanford, sixteen to fourteen. Stanford, and I'm not. That's what I'm saying. I I don't think that it's anything like Notre Dame. Whoa, they're they're awesome. I think Clemson's just been living pretty fraudulent. I think all that's season. Fair. I, I think just don't fair. think that there's been there's been no reason to knock them because they've won all their games. But if you watch them play, they look pretty shaky. And yeah. I've had I've had complaints against them. Uh, on a number of games in various different parts of their game, like defensive backfield, not great. Uh, quarterback play, suspect from time to time. Um, of- offensive line play has been not as good as you've seen it in recent years. Texas beats Kansas State on the road. How? Uh, better team. They tried to lose again. They go into Manhattan, a place where they play poorly all the time. And they just covered and beat them. I mean, it wasn't even terribly close. They Again, they tried to lose a 17-point lead in the fourth quarter because that's what they do. That's their thing. <laughs> that's their jam. Uh, but they do pull it out. Uh, so Texas kind of in position to be in the Big 12 championship game. Well, they've got uh, quite, a, quite a large one in front of them on Saturday. Yes, they're not out of it, I guess is my point. TCU again? TCU covered again. So That's great. 35,000 games in a row TCU's covered with Sonny Dykes as their head coach. I love Sonny Dykes. So I don't know if Sonny Dykes saw this coming, if it was just a, hey, I'm trying to get into um, a Power 5 conference moving from SMU to TCU, or he just looked at the roster and said, I can do something with that. And yeah, they're do you think undefeated. That, do you think that played a, a part in him? Taking that job? I don't know. That's my question. Um, I think so. He probably just looked over and said, there's a ton of speed over there. There's a ton of players. I can move over. I can take a few of my guys here from SMU. He took the center. 
and let's make it a great team. And turn him into a guard. Oh, that was his key recruiting piece was transferring the center from SMU to TCU. <laughs> Unless you're getting a center from Iowa, it's, does Don't it worry matter? About it. Uh, so TCU this weekend uh, against Goes Texas. To Austin. We will talk about that. Uh, Chris Del Conte. We'll talk about that in a minute. Is he going to be an emotional return? Te- no. Texas A&M. Again. <laughs> just, they score under 25 points. And I think it's like 11 games in a row against Power 5 teams. It's a record. It was a record at like eight games. Do they suck? Oh, my God. They're bad. They lost five games in a row for the first time since 1980. That's 42 years. That seems like a long time ago. Almost uh, when you were born. Oh, man. Tomorrow's my birthday. Yeah, it is. I'll be 45. That's the last time A&M lost five games in a row. <laughs> you were born. Uh, so bad, up next what a bad is the day for everybody. Up next is the who sucks the most bowl, Auburn or A&M. This is a great question. This is this would be a good time to take callers. Okay, let's go to John on line 1. John or Jim Harbaugh? Jim Harbaugh on line 1. Let's go to Cadillac Williams on line 3. Oh boy, I don't know if we're going to be able to talk to him. He's their coach. I know. I had no idea that was happening. If you can get Cadillac Williams as an interim, you can get Deion Sanders as a as a full time head coach, right? I why this is amazing to me. I, I love all the things happening here because you get home stretch college football, two programs that have a lot of influencers, a lot of money, quote unquote, a lot of tradition, all those types of things. I do like that one's called the Tigers, but they have an eagle. That's still funny to me. Um, and trees. That no are, one understands that. That what I said, or no, what, no, that, that they that. have that. Yes, where they say war eagle, and their thing is a tiger. I know. Or shouldn't it just be roar? Warar. <laughs> Warar. <laughs> so there's just an amazing amount of unhappiness going on in both circles. They've both underachieved. I think they both have two wins, if I'm not mistaken. Maybe three, three and six. Yeah, is that right? Uh, possible. I think yeah, I he think has three. two. No, I think they have three. Miami and. Miami and oh Miami. Miami. <laughs> um, Everybody that plays Miami wins. They they so so both teams just really underperforming. We're at the home stretch. Who's gonna win this game? I think Auburn's a two point favorite at home. I'm not betting on a And M. I can tell you that much. I'm not betting on Auburn. <laughs> like this is the most we can't. Nobody should touch this game at all. But I think we said that uh, last week too. Auburn showed a little spunk this weekend against Mississippi State. Came back from a 17 point deficit. They're 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 driving the Cadillac. Yeah, I think they're into it. Cadillac's posting on social media. Awesome. He wants the what's it called? The jungle uh, is their student section to get into it. And so I mean I like Auburn there. And him is just a train wreck. But Auburn is not a train wreck. I mean, they're less of a train wreck right now in this moment. Fewer, fewer cargo train train track running off. <laughs> One of our Aggie friends said that they're trying to scrape up around the $85 million to get rid of Jimbo Fisher. That would be insane. I don't think that's a problem. I said what they do is need to send some illegal people or substances to him and get him to break the law. Oh, plant stuff on him? Yeah. And then, yeah. then, then settle for like five million. Be like, take off, eh? That's not a horrible idea, but I just, 
Then you gotta then you gotta start a coaching search all over again, and then and then what is the negotiation? The negotiation <laughs> with that agent. Well, you know, if you're thinking about taking this job, we are known to plant drugs on our coaches. If we <laughs> well, don't, you don't like tell this. them you planted the drugs. I think people will know that. No one's gonna know that. You think Jimbo Fisher does drugs? Yeah, t- <laughs> totally. He's clearly on drugs when he calls plays. Jimbo Fisher eats catfish. <laughs> That's why he moved to College Station. What else you got? I got one more college football playoff standings. Is Oregon in there? They're like high up. They're like six, I think. That makes sense. Well, it's They've lost one game. This is the first game. Yeah, and like we've talked about on this podcast, losing the first game of the season doesn't count. They they didn't even get on the other uh, in the opponent's territory. Doesn't matter. Everybody sees how good Georgia is. So what, Tennessee is going to so, now fall out of the top ten because so they have assume, one loss to Georgia? Let's assume that Georgia makes the college football playoff. Is that a safe assumption? Yep. So you're telling me that we're going to put Oregon in that group of four with them? No, I'm not telling you that. I'm just telling you it makes sense that they're number six. I honestly think if Georgia stays in the college football playoff, Oregon has no no business being in the playoff because we've already seen that game. The whole point of a playoff is to crown a champion, and we've already seen what happens when – this team plays that team. Who is going to have the fourth playoff spot? TCU again. Well, I mean, they have it right now. Oh. But Oh, who do I think is going to be the final four? Yeah. Is that what you're asking? Yeah. All right, give me Georgia. That's the easy one. Okay. Give me – Who's going to play in the SEC championship game? Give me Georgia Okay. in that one. I'm going to say that their opponent is going to be none other than Ole Miss. It's going to be a Georgia-Ole Miss game. Okay, so that means Ole Miss wins this weekend, yep. as we've already predicted. Yeah, that's right. Okay. And then Ole Miss loses, so the SEC gets one team in. Probably two. Tennessee probably goes in also. Okay. Okay. I'm just saying how it will likely go down, not what do I think should happen. So, okay. Next, number three. Uh, in the college football playoff? Yes. So you got Georgia and you got Tennessee. But not necessarily in that order. No, no, correct. Okay, so you're giving me two spots. Yes. This is what I think is going to happen, not what I think should happen. LSU's going to play in the SEC championship game. They're not. Okay. I don't think LSU's going to beat Arkansas this weekend. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, that's how football is. Uh, I think that Ohio State beats Michigan. Okay. Uh, so you got Ohio State, Georgia, Tennessee, and then I think the, the crazies of the crazy – we get um, in terms of like why is this team in there? Texas. I don't think it's going to be Texas. <laughs> That's a good guess, though. Uh, I think we get the Pac-12 champion in there. It's got to be Oregon, though, right? Or I don't think it's going to be Oregon. USC. I don't think it's going to be USC. Utah. I don't think it's going to be Utah. UCLA. I think it's going to be UCLA. Jeez. They're going to look at that res. I think UCLA runs the table. Okay. They're going to play in that Pac-12 championship game. Beat Oregon. Beat Oregon. Get, so their, get the revenge. Get the revenge. And then they're going to say, well, they were at, at Oregon when they lost that game. They are averaging 48 points a game. You know, those kinds of things is what the committee is going to look at. And they're a conference champion that has conference teams such as Utah, USC, Oregon, um, Stanford, no, I'm just kidding on that part. <laughs> uh, but teams that are good, Washington's in the top 25 position right now. I think they're going to look at it and be like, this team's pretty good. Yeah. Okay. 
So speaking of LSU at Arkansas, mm-hmm. but what has happened to Arkansas? Arkansas lost to Liberty. Once Arkansas Bibbity. coughed it up against A uh, and M, yeah, that was bad. That seems like forever ago, doesn't it? Doesn't that seem like forever ago? Because A and M hasn't won since then. It does. Um, it's hard to believe. Oh, that's they their last that win. Yeah, at Jerry. So World. Miami and Arkansas. Yeah, Miami those are their wins. And then they're a non-conference win against Sam Houston State or, or something. Yeah, so they're three and six. Dang, not bowling. So LSU goes to Arkansas, high off of their win against Alabama. The line is three and a half, I believe. Three and a half. Arkansas catching. Arkansas is a three and a half home dog. Yep, that's you right. like LSU. I mean, you like Arkansas. I do. That's terrible. I don't like that at all. All right. Alabama goes to Ole Miss, which we've discussed already. UCF at Tulane. Tulane's the number 16 team in the country. Eight and one, baby. What's the line? You need to write these things on the run sheet. I think it's two. Minus two at home. Can't have to scroll this. So many games. Tulane is minus two at home. Tulane minus two. UCF playing well. Minus, minus one and a half right now. They're a, They're a crazy team. They're an absolute crazy team. Um, and I don't know what else to say about that other than <laughs> they're inconsistent. I like Tulane. I have liked them all season. They own a win over K-State. UCF scores a bunch of points. They do, but sometimes they don't. <laughs> <laughs> what was that game they scored like 13 East points? East Carolina. Yeah. We talked about that a couple of weeks ago. Like, what's up with uh, UCF? Like, are they good? Are they? What are they? Wait, here's here's UCF point totals: twenty-seven, forty-one, seventy, thirteen, <laughs> twenty-five, thirty-five. So by that rationale, they are likely to score sixty in this game. I don't see that. I think Tulane gives up like thirteen points a game. Tulane's solid. Uh, I love the. I love. I want to see the green wave. Georgia goes to Mississippi State. Mike Leach. More cowbell. Mike Leach was folding up the chairs on the bench because he said his team didn't deserve to sit down because they were blew a 17-point lead. My biggest question there is why are there folding chairs out there? Isn't this 2022 and athletic budgets are ridiculous? Why are we having folding chairs out there? Well, they can't take like benches over to the visitor side. Oh, I thought it was at their home. Was it? It was. It was in Starkville. That's a good question then. Like why aren't there just you just this is where our this is where our offensive line is. This is where our receivers are and their benches. Yeah. You see this all over the college football landscape and you have for years. Yeah, with heaters so what, and their helmets. Yeah, and, so what's going on with the folding chairs? I like it. It's funny. He's weird as all get out, but I still don't understand what the chairs were doing there to begin with. That's a good question. I don't know. He is strange enough to be like uh, let's go to the economics professor. <laughs> so I don't know. See if we can let's borrow some of his uh, equipment. I feel like maybe uh, some of these guys should write on the chalkboard instead of the dry erase board. Or folding chairs seem to be a, a better decision for pirates and stuff. So Georgia goes to Mississippi State. Sixteen point fave. Sixteen point favorite Georgia at Mississippi State. How do you feel? Go. Um, handicap it go i could see this going kind of like the missouri game for georgia uh they've just blown out their defense is not they've blown out their uh they've blown their uh rival out of the water 
<laughs> blown their rivals <laughs> in Jacksonville on the beach. I'm sorry. And uh, just had a huge win over uh, the Vols. Kind of emotional let letdown spot, perhaps, at night, on the road. Uh, Bulldog against Bulldog. They're clearly the superior team. But can they cover two touchdowns on the road? I don't know. It's a pretty good line. Mississippi State's bad. But they can win. <laughs> but they can win. I'm trying to look up Georgia. What do they got next? Georgia at Kentucky. That's a big game. Uh, yeah, it's a decent sized game. Kentucky likes to go under and play defense. So, all right, we'll see Georgia, Mississippi State. Washington checking into the top 25. Oddly, I think. Yeah, kind of. I thought they were, we've kind of gone past them a little bit, but they're probably about 25 26 27 best best team in the country there's a That's lot fair. there's probably 50 teams that are 25 26 27 i don't know about that <laughs> uh washington goes to oregon that's a big rivalry game that line is 13 and a half 13 currently oregon you know why i don't put that on the run sheet because i know the lines by heart i know and that's great for you uh, it does not help you <laughs> it does not help me so it's all. a 13 and a half point line at outson uh, I think Oregon is going to crush these guys. Dump truck. I really do. I think they're going to – I mean, Washington is is not played good defense in a while. They – okay, they lost to Arizona State, first of all. That's your first problem. <laughs> so they lose to Arizona State. They beat Arizona by 10, didn't cover. Beat Cal by 7, didn't cover. Mm-hmm. Beat Oregon State by three, didn't cover. Living dangerously. They are very, very much an underperforming team. So, yes. Fraudulent. Oregon will roll. TCU at Texas. Again. TCU again. TCU seven-point dogs. That's such a good line. On the road. This is where TCU loses. Okay. I've heard a bit of this type of vitriol against ten, against TCU that they are frauds. I don't think they're frauds. Totally frauds. And we're all going to find out when they lose to Texas. I don't think. I think they're a good football team. And they I cover every game. I just think they're going to lose to Texas. They may cover this game. You can't but I don't think they're going to win this game. And cover every game. I agree. I don't think they're fraudulent. You cannot be a fraud and lose a game, though. That's true. Um, this is a great spot for Texas. You got the night game. The crowd's going to be way, way into it. Um, I like TCU. I just they flirt with disaster every single game they play, and this is probably the spot where they may not get the bounce to get the win. You like them to cover, but to lose? I think so. I'm not so sure about covering. I I really want to see that thing get over a touchdown. I bet you we could see that thing at eight by Saturday. Did Texas figure out winning in the last game that they played? No. 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 They did win. Did they figure out winning? No. <laughs> I think they kind of did. They were in because a hostile environment won, on the won, road. Won one game? Well, that's a game that they have lost. Right. So, but don't you have Now to have they've a, won. Don't it. you have to have like a consistency thing? I don't know. Do you? I think you have to do it more than once. Okay. I'm not convinced is what I'm saying. I'm just yeah. saying... The narratives, uh, because I've been alive for 45 years almost tomorrow. Almost. By this time this game kicks off, I'll have been alive 45 years. That's true. And watching football for 42 of them. We've decided you were a Valentine's conception. We did decide that? Mm-hmm. Um, man. 
I've got two kids that are born November, so I love making love. <laughs> um, the The better part of this conversation is going to be that Texas is in a position where they're great home spoiler for yeah. an undefeated team, and it just if you look at is TCU going to run the table coming completely out of nowhere? Highly, highly unlikely. This is the natural spot for a loss. Okay. I like it. You've heard it all here first. You've heard about NCAA football. You've heard about NCAA basketball. Have you heard about the mystery top five? You're now going to hear about the mystery top five. What is your mystery top five, sir? Mystery top five most emotional locations Kirk Cousins visits. Number one, Washington. (laughs) (laughs) That's what we call a callback. Go listen to the Linesight 2020 Pro Pod and you will understand what we're talking about with Kirk Cousins' emotional return to Washington. (laughs) I'm still laughing about it a week later. So good. It's so funny. I love that you called me to share that with me. <laughs> I heard so I heard it on this other podcast and I was just like, this is this guy's handicap of this game. Kirk Cousins emotional return to Washington. So ridiculous. All right, mystery top 5 for me. Top oh. 5 college football coaches all time. Ooh, okay. College football coaches of all time. I'm going to go with Daryl K. Royal, not in my top 5. He, like, invented the wishbone or something. I thought you were going to say he invented football. He invented wishbone the chicken. Um, or is that a dressing? I love Coach Daryl K. Royal. He has a that, memorial stadium. That is, uh, I've met him. I've conversed with him. Really? Uh, very important uh, man in my f- uh, fandom eventually leading me to go to school there. I can't put him in the top five. That's how good my top five Did he is. recruit you? He did not recruit oh, me in okay. any way. I don't even think he recruited me to talk to me. Did he, he recruit did. Jake Ratliff after seeing his name in the Dave Campbell sport? Who is Jake Ratliff? Jake. <laughs> Are you? Is that a combo of Jake Radcliffe and Jay Ratliff? Yes. yes. It's a combo. I'm sorry, Jake. I didn't mean to do that. All right, number uh, number four. I'm just going to give you five. Right, Daryl K. Royal is, is on the list. Um, not on your list. He's on my list. Okay, I'm gonna go with Mike Leach. Um, okay, not in not, man, not in my top forty. He uh, this is, is a serious <laughs> list, Scott. He's being serious. You're over he's, two. He's the most. I'm not trying to guess your list. I'm giving you my list. Oh, okay. It's not a guessing game. So you have we've been doing this for like twenty five episodes. How do you not know that it's not a guessing game? I, I don't know. I think I'm just confused. <laughs> Mike Leach is super interesting. He took Texas Tech from literally nothing and turned them into like a national title contender. Totally geek to totally chic. Uh he has not done well at other places though. So but he's very interesting, so he's in my top five. Um Nick Saban. Not in my top five. <laughs> There's no way Nick Saban's not in your top five. Uh, I'm kidding. He's number one. Okay, um, Nick Saban. Six national titles at his current post, which is Alabama. Mm-hmm. One national title at LSU, which is Alabama's chief rival. 
Um, I started thinking Nick Saban was special as a coach when we were in the colleges when he was at Michigan State. Yes. Because I was like, how is Michigan State good at football? And they weren't great by any means, but like, how are they getting into bowl games? Like, it's Michigan State. They'd been down a while. It is funny to think that Michigan State was really, really bad for they a were, long time. They were absolute garbage yeah. for a long time. He comes in, takes that job, builds them up to new heights. They get he gets poached by LSU. The rest is history. history. Guys, guys, amazing. Is he the only coach yes. to win two titles? In, at two different schools? I mean, sorry, titles at two different schools? He is or, not. Okay. But I'm going with another guy on your list then. I was going to say that he is the only coach in my mystery top five. Bear. What? You go, is he the only coach? <laughs> I was going to say in my mystery top five. Bear Bryant. He is number two. This okay. is very Alabama heavy, sort of. And Aggie. And Aggie. Yeah, that's right. The Junction, Junction Boys. Boys. Did you ever watch that or mm, read it? I don't watch things that have to do with Aggies. Or sports. <laughs> or sports. Uh, that's not true. I have a lot of Aggie friends. He also, six national title winner at Alabama. Really? 13 SEC titles, which is probably more important to a lot of people than the national title thing, especially because a lot of that was voting, right? And 323 wins. It's a lot. For not a, like a ridiculously long career either. All right, my last one on my list is going to be John Robinson. John Robinson, not on my list, but I kind of like that answer. I think that's kind of fun. Yeah, made, like John made USC a big powerhouse. He was awesome. In the 70s and 80s. It's kind of unfortunate that he didn't win a Super Bowl while he was with the Rams. Yeah. Because he had some good, he had Eric Dickerson, for God's sake. Um, some great receivers. Henry Ellard, Flipper Anderson, little Jim Everett throwing the rock around. I like your list. The first two are a little strange, but that's all right. Well, okay, cool. one of them was. Your top five, do it. Uh, so you've got one and two yep. knocked off the list. Number three, Tom Osborne. Okay. I mean, um, he was the he was the guy. He won a lot uh, of for national a really titles. long time. Won three, but it took him a while. He didn't yeah. coach twenty five years at Nebraska. Didn't win a national title till his twenty second year. Ninety five played in a lot of ninety three. Played in a lot of national title games. Then came up a loser. Um, but won. How about this one? Won nine or more games in all twenty five seasons. That's he was really the head good. coach at Nebraska, and they have just been mired in mediocrity and bad since he left that's true i mean frank solich, solich did right. he, he did he, they would take frank solich in a heartbeat today no doubt they would take didn't they win a national title frank solich no but they played for one okay they got they got Losing drum rolled by miami, miami. Yeah. yeah that that jeremy shockey team yep uh number four go bud wilkinson yeah i i, I kind of debated like bud wilkinson could be like number two in my opinion, like the, like two, three, and four to me were like, ah, oh, man, I could go either way on this. Bud Wilkinson, forty-seven game winning streak. Bud Wilkinson, the OU head coach. Yes, you know what? How old he was when he became the head coach at OU? Twenty-five. Thirty-one. Mm. Very young. Twenty-five seems aggressively young. Thirty-one, <laughs> very young too. Three national titles, four undefeated seasons. That's pretty good. That's crazy. In the old Big Eight. Uh, love the Big Eight. Don't don't like OU much, but I'm kind of over that. Yeah. Um, number five, Woody Hayes. 
Ohio State's Woody Hayes. Ohio State's Woody Hayes, who choked a Clemson player to death <laughs> during a game. Didn't he punch a Ohio State player? That's what, no, no, no. He grabbed a, a Clemson player and choked him during oh, okay. the football game that's what while got he was on the sideline. That's what got him tossed. Yeah, sorry, Woody, you can't really do that. <laughs> you can't do, five even even back then, you couldn't do that. Five national titles. I did not realize he was he had won five national titles. That's a lot of national titles. Uh, Thirteen conference championships, just like our our man, the Bear, and a seventy six percent winning percentage, mm. which is. Very good considering how great Big Ten football was as a conference. For and they only played like nine games back then. Ten. But that's cool. Uh, that's my mystery top five, and I guess we're ready to go. No? You got one? Mystery top five. going to build on that? Top five windows down songs that you just blast at top volume. Windows down. Uh, Free Fallen, Tom Petty. Okay. Great choice, not my list. I love Tom Petty, though. We've discussed that at length on this podcast. Uh, Tom Cruise does that. Tom Cruise does Tom Petty. Does free falling. Free falling. Free basing. Free When's falling. he seen that? It's in uh, Jerry Maguire. It is? He's driving down the highway. He's free falling. No? Oh, okay. You ever seen Jerry Maguire? Yeah, I think was, you rated it number two in your. That's a great movie. Movies. Yeah. You don't remember that scene, though, yeah, no, clearly. I don't. I don't. Okay, go ahead. Um, Let's go with. Guns and Roses, Windows Ooh, Down. This is back to the whistling. And I will I will say that Patience would be a, a Windows Down song. It's very soft, so mm -hmm. but I think people need to hear it. Yeah, because it builds in the middle there, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Not on your list, though, I can tell. I can tell by looking at your face. No, not on my list. Um, let's go with... Uh, a little bit is better than Nada by the Texas Tornadoes. Never even heard that song. No okay, once. it's a great roll. <laughs> it's your not on my list. Song. Okay, that's not on your list. No. Okay, what about? Let's go crazy by Prince. That's pretty good. Not on my list. It's jazzy. Yeah. And then number five, Hotel California. I'm joking. That song sucks. We've <laughs> talked about this numerous times. Your face just went uh, <laughs> almost blue. I was actually thinking about that song. Was that's a good, kind of good one? That's terrible. Yeah, I know you hate it. I hate it bad. Uh, number five for me is going to be um, "Talk Dirty to Me" by Poison. Okay, excellent list. Not on. Not, my, we, I didn't not guess any of these. You didn't get one of mine. That's good because you don't even have a list, so it's got to be hard to say if they actually do have name. a list. Oh wow, jerk face. I don't have number five though. But I'm going to put number five as... Mystery top two. <laughs> I have four. You know what? I'm going to come back to number five. Number four, Don't Stop Believing, Journey. I've heard that. Number three, Climb to Safety, Widespread, widespread panic. panic. That's a good one. That's Sorry. a good one. Number one, are these in order? Yes. Was number five the first one you gave? No, that was number four. Number I didn't give it number five. five. Hold on, number five is uh, "Father of Mine" by Everclear. I just because <laughs> it's a hate, it's a, it's a hate song. Go ahead. Okay, go wear your Doc Martens. Um, <laughs> number do. four. What was number four again? Don't stop believing. Yeah. Anybody that rolls down their windows and that's playing, I'm going to call them a word <laughs> that I am not going to say is it here. Cool guy. It's not that. <laughs> number two. Ramble on. 
Ramble on. Zeppelin. I like that one. I'd do that. If you pulled up next to me and played that, I'd, I'd give you a, you know, a gigum. That is my favorite Led Zeppelin song. It's pretty great. We, You're going to hate my number one. We're going to build off that with a new mystery top four? Possible. You're going to hate my number one. Oh, God. <laughs> it's Hotel California. It's not Hotel California. <laughs> it's not. It's not Hotel California, no. It is Fix You. Oh, that's a great By one. Coldplay. Yeah, so if patient, if I can put patience in there and you put fix you in there. Yeah, it's I, a screaming song. Yeah, I know, and it's got great buildup and, yeah. and all the things. You know who should sing fix you? The Lake Highlands choir. choir. <laughs> <laughs> the Lake Highlands Choir sang fix you. That's why I came up with this list. You did it while you were supposedly yeah. being a dad, but really just I, I was moonlighting. There. I was there. I know, it was very dark. My daughter sang two songs in an ensemble. I mean, what are you going to do? But none of them were Fix You. No, they were not. She sang Hotel California. You said it was a terrible choir song. It's actually a really so. good choir song. Well, I didn't song. think it was great. Mm-hmm. It was my favorite song they did, though. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, we are going to close the Mystery Top 5. We are going to close the Line Sight 2020 college podcast. Of course, go to www.linesight2020.com. Uh, go listen to the Line Sight 2020 Pro Podcast. That gives you all of the Major League Baseball and NFL news that you need to know for the upcoming weekend. Listen to the Lake Hooplands Podcast. That comes out on Monday. That is all about Lake Highlands High School Basketball and Texas High School Basketball. So we got pro, we got college, we got high school. We should discuss my son's fourth grade team who lost in the semifinals of the playoffs uh, for tackle football this last Tuesday. We're going to talk about that on this show or another show? Dude, we're going to have another show that's about elementary school sports. Looking back on the season that was? That's right. And then we're going to do a Champions Tour <laughs> podcast as well. So we've got retirees, pro sports, college sports, high school sports, and elementary school sports. We need an advisory committee in the worst way. We do. All right. We're going to get out of your ears. We Thank you for listening to us. Talk to you next week. Bye. Uh-huh.